Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media, and this is The Literary Gardener for July 18th, 2019. The topic this time is In the Weeds? Some Guidance from the Bard and Me. Fie on it, ah, fie! Tis an unweeded garden that grows to seed. Things rank and gross in nature possess it merely, that it should come to this. William Shakespeare, Hamlet, Act 1, Scene 2. While I was a college undergraduate, I worked in several restaurants as a server. I learned the worst thing that could happen besides being stiffed on a tip was to find myself in the weeds, restaurant slang for being hopelessly behind in serving my tables. Thirty-five years later, I still dream I'm in the weeds at a restaurant whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed with my life. Shakespeare, too, frequently used weeds to represent neglect and disorder in his plays. In the passage from Hamlet, for example, the Prince of Denmark despairs over the chaos in his world caused by the marriage of his mother and uncle. Later, Hamlet begs his mother, repent what's past, avoid what is to come, and do not spread the compost on the weeds to make them rancor. Rancor here means more vigorous. Fittingly, I've been working hard lately trying to get rid of the weeds in Hamlet and other sections of the Bard's Garden at Hanley Farm. There are five garden tableaus there that feature more than 100 plants mentioned in Hamlet, The Winter's Tale, Love's Labor's Lost, Romeo and Juliet, and A Midsummer Night's Dream. I found myself literally and figuratively in the weeds. Fie on it! Ah, fie! As I was yanking out yet another clump of crabgrass from the garden recently, I had to remind myself that tis an unweeded garden that grows to seed. Indeed, if neglected, weeds will choke out other plants in the garden by crowding them and blocking sunlight, as well as using up nutrients and moisture in the soil. Weeds are also breeding grounds for insect pests and diseases. What's more, the act of weeding loosens up the soil so water can more easily reach plant roots. Besides, who among us has not found weeding the garden to be a cathartic experience? Not everyone has been so negative about weeds as Shakespeare. Most gardeners have heard and rolled their eyes at the line, A weed is but an unloved flower, from Ella Wheeler Wilcox's The Weed, 1911. It's true, though. Some of the weeds we so diligently remove from the garden are kin to the plants we nurture. For instance, field bindweed, Convolvulus arvidus, one of the weeds I've been struggling with at the farm, is in the same family as the admired morning glory. Another common weed in our area, pigweed or Amaranthus retroflexus, is a relative of the favored ornamental celosias, including the colorful velvety coxcomb. Pigweed is also in the same family as the Chinese spinach I grow in my vegetable beds. Other common weeds have long been highly regarded for their healing properties. In Romeo and Juliet, Romeo tells his friend, Benvolio, that plantain leaves are excellent for his broken shin. In fact, broadleaf plantain, or plantago major, and ribwort plantain, plantago lancelata, have antibacterial and anti-inflammatory properties. Many familiar garden weeds are also edible. 
For example, little mallow or Malva parviflora with its frustratingly long taproot is highly nutritious and can be used to thicken soups and stews. Tender young leaves of the dandelion or Terrazacum officinale are all the rage as a gourmet salad green. Succulent purslane, Portulaca oleracea, is full of omega-3 fatty acids and has an unexpected peppery flavor. Be sure to correctly identify the weeds in your garden before eating them or using them for healing purposes. The City of Portland publishes a useful weed identification guide with colorful pictures of foliage and flowers, as well as recommendations for either pulling or digging the weed and links to other helpful sources. The guide is available as a PDF and can be downloaded at www.portlandoregon.gov. If you intend to leave eating weeds to survivalists and just want to get rid of the weeds in your garden, then here are some suggestions to help you get the job done without using chemical herbicides. Weeds may be annuals or perennials. Annuals spread by seed, so it's important to pull them before they flower. Perennials often spread by their root systems, so digging out the roots is required along with pulling new shoots as they emerge. Using bark, wood chips, shredded leaves, or straw to mulch the garden helps reduce weed emergence. Hay often contains lots of weed seeds. Compost may also contain a lot of weed seeds, so make your own or check with your supplier how weed seeds are controlled. Weed whack weeds then place a layer of newspaper over the area and cover with mulch. Or weed whack weeds and cover the area with plastic or landscape cloth. Many gardeners swear by the effectiveness of a homemade spray consisting of one gallon of vinegar, one cup salt, and one tablespoon dish soap. Saturate weeds with the mixture and reapply weekly as needed. Other all-natural weed killers include pure lemon juice and cornmeal. The importance of having the right tool for the job holds true for weeding. My favorite tools include a hand trowel, a double-sided hand cultivator with three-pronged claw and spade, a dandelion weeder, and a hula hoe. Other gardeners recommend a warren hoe and a Japanese horihori garden knife. There are times I want to forgo the tools and just rip out those weeds by hand. I found that damp earth is easier to pull weeds from than dry earth. I try to take the time to find the main stem of the weed and then wrap my hand or hands around the bottom of the stem and pull straight up. Sometimes pulling and twisting from the bottom of the main stem at the same time works better. I'm sure I'm not alone in saying that I've spent many hours this summer in the weeds. Yet, no matter how persistent I am, it seems new weeds spring up the moment I turn my back. However, I take comfort in knowing that I should leave a few weeds in the Bard's Garden at Hanley Farm. After all, Shakespeare mentions weeds dozens of times. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening, and happy gardening!